You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Watch is undoubtedly a primary word in Proverbs 31:27. Before I deal with what watch connotes, I want to talk about one antithesis, one opposite of watch, that being neglect. Neglect is when a person does not take care of business. And if you are not a person of business, you're not Christ-like. Jesus as a boy said to his earthly parents in Luke 2, I must be about my father's business. Embedded in the being of Jesus was I I cannot be a negligent person. I cannot be a person that does not take care of business. I have to be about my purpose in life. I have to do what I was assigned to do. And um, I think it's important for us to take on that type character. I think it's important for us to be of the same mind as Jesus. That we are just going to take care of business, whether it's in church or outside of church. When we say we're Christian, it should be exemplified in that we are people of business. We are not negligent. When you're negligent or when you neglect, it also says about you that you don't mind failure not only happening but winning. I have I I have failed doing particular things, but I'm at the same time was determined I may have fail this time, but it ain't over. It is not over. I I just refuse to accept failure when it comes to what I know I need to do. I'll just keep doing what I do until I get the victory. 
you know, the Bible tells us that a just person will fall. Synonymous with fail in a sense. Will fall time and time again. But, but there's one thing about a just person or a godly person. That person going to get up. Is that talking about you? Shout at somebody. I may fall. But I'm getting up. I ain't going to stay in no mud. I ain't going to stay in no hole. I ain't going to stay in no ditch. I'm going to get up. If it do get rough and I have to go through hard times, I ain't going to stay down. I'm coming up. Some of y'all act like I ain't talking to you. If I'm talking to you, tell him he's talking about me. I may fall, but I'll get up. I may go through hard times, but I ain't having no pity party. I'm just going to fight until I get back up. Because you got some folk that, that allow failure just to rub it all in their face. And they won't do anything. You, you have some folks that, that fall and all they're going to do is cry while they're in the ditch. No, I'm trying to claw my way out the ditch. I'm, I'm trying to see if it's some kind of way I can get out of the predicament. Get this. That I may have gotten myself in. And if I can't get myself out, you better believe I'm going to start calling on the one that can do anything, say, fail. Jesus, you got to get me out this ditch. Jesus, I done messed up myself and I need your help. I tried to come out on my own, Lord. I couldn't do it. So I need you just to stretch forth your hand. The Bible says that his hand is not too short that he cannot save you. How many know he'll pull you out of your predicament? He'll pull you out of your hole. We can never be deemed negligent when it comes to doing what we are supposed to be doing in life. No, that should never be the case. When it comes to watch or watching, it first connotes to look closely at something for a reason. You're not just looking just to look. You have a specific purpose for watching. Why are you paying attention to that? Because it's going to teach me something. I'm not just wasting time looking. I'm looking because I'm going to learn from what I'm observing. I'm going to learn from it. See, one of the most powerful things that you can possess in life is wisdom. 
That's the reason Solomon in, in Proverbs 4 decreed wisdom as the principal or major thing. And see, wisdom equates knowledge plus understanding. And, and, and the wisdom that we need more so than any type of wisdom is, is the wisdom of God. Because the wisdom of God is creative wisdom. See, God didn't just create everything. God is still causing things to come forth. He's still causing things to come into being that some folks think will never manifest. God is still creating in you what he has ordained for you to do in your life. See, if you deny that God is still creating, you're saying that God is not bringing you forth. But the way he brings us forth is through wisdom. The Bible talks about how he created this, that, and the other through wisdom. Wisdom is creative power from a theological aspect. And so we, we need it. But now when, when it comes to watch, it also has to do with guarding or protecting something from thieves. Remember what Jesus said about thieves in John 10. 10. He, he said, the thief comes not before the steal, kill, and destroy. But, but if I'm watching, I'm going to make sure that, that the thief does not steal, kill, and destroy. It, it's amazing how some of us have, have lost our blessings because we weren't looking out for the thief. God was moving in your life, but you failed to notice the thief coming through the door. You have to be careful because if, if, if you're not watching, the very thing that God has blessed you with, can be taken away. He'll steal it. Man, you're doing well, and then all of a sudden, the, the, the enemy just come in and say, I'm going to take that away right there. It's amazing how, how some folk, God was moving mightily for them, and, and it wasn't God allowing trials or tribulations to come that caused them to lose certain things. It was just them becoming negligent and when they open up a little place guess who came in the thief this reason Paul said to the church give no place to the devil or demons don't give no place see because the enemy looks for an advantage he looks for an opening in order to do what Peter and James deems that he would do. 
You know, Peter talked about how he'll come like a roaring lion just, just looking for whom he can mess up. Looking for he, who he can destroy. But if I'm watching, I'm going to cast him out. I'm going to be like David. I'm, he, he may come as a lion, but, but I'm going to break his back. You understand what I'm saying? And see, as a child of God, we don't per se just use our physical capabilities. No, we watch by praying, fasting, staying on point when it it comes to doing what God has written and what he is revealing. We are constantly staying in the word of God because we don't want to get caught out of the will of God. Because we have the understanding that the best and safest place to be is in the will of God. Some of you look shocked when I said that. That's that's not the best place for you? I said that's not the best place for you? By a show of hands, somebody know that the safest and the best place to be is in God's will. And we're talking written and what? Reveal. Yeah, if, if God reveals a word that, look, it's time to increase your prayer life, I'm going home increasing my prayer life. Even if it ain't but three minutes more. If God says it's time to be more diligent, I'm getting more diligent. Because if I don't obey what is being revealed... I can easily cause a gap. And again, who coming through the gap? The thief. For for what reason? Steal, kill, and destroy. And when I watch, finally it says that that I'm going to make it my business to think Talk and do what is important and necessary. I'm going to make it my business. I'm I'm, going to watch and and, and while I'm watching, I'm not going to allow my mind, if it needs to be on Highway 66, to get on Highway 0. No, I'm, I'm going to keep my mind on Highway 66. I didn't lose y'all, did I? 66 books. I'm going to keep my mind on Highway 66. And, and if my mind is on Highway 66, then my word's going to be on Highway 66. Then my deeds are going to be according to Highway 66. But you have to make it your business to do that. And, and when you do so, you, you're watching the way you need to watch. Now, when it comes to watching contextually, the one that's watching is... A female. Yeah. 
the watcher in the text is a female. But we can't just leave it at it's a female. Because if I just left it there, you, you would think that every female, a woman, is a watch. No. You, you have some women that are just negligent. I lost y'all there. Y'all didn't give me no amen right in here. You know, you there's an amen corner. But, but I look for my middle section to be my amen section. But I didn't hear my females when I said that. No, no, ain't no need of trying to reverse it. No, so, so you, you can't just see she in the text and just say, oh, women are the watchers of the family. No, because you have some women that are negligent. Literally, you have some women that allow their children to do whatever they desire. So Sometimes you, you have the one, is that really the mama? She act more like the sister instead of the mama. And sadly, you would even take it for, Lord, is that child running the house? She showed on that like that's her son. She act like that's her daddy. So you can't just look at the text and determine that, that women are the watchers of the family. No. The text is bigger than that. Remember, because it's, it's a proverb, and a, and a proverb speaks not only, only to us in a literal sense, but in a figurative sense. The text is talking about a productive person. Now, it's a female in the text, but, but, but men is talking about a productive person. Here we have a productive person in the text that watches that makes sure her thoughts her words and her deeds are on highway 66 and and, and what I love about the text is that she is specifically watching her household, her family. See, you, you, have to have, you have to have somebody in the house, in the church, or in the family as a whole, that's going to be a watcher. If somebody does not watch the house, not only will thieves come in, but thieves will take over the house. All of the sudden, you, you, you have a girl that you name, Princess 
trying to change and be a Paul. But I name you princess. But I feel like I was born a Paul even though you call me princess. You have a Samuel trying to be a Samantha. We name you Samuel Jr. Yeah, I know it, but I want to be a Samantha. My friend, Princess is now Paul. Why can't I go from Samuel to Samantha? You, you, you'll be amazed at, at how people turn out to be certain things simply because that there was no one looking out for the family. You got mamas losing their houses because sons are not looking out for the family. You got kids abusing their parents because somebody is not looking out for the family. You have to have somebody that's going to watch out. Because if they're not watching out, you'll see that which was Beautiful become ugly. That which was holy become unholy. That which was productive become unproductive. Why? Simply because somebody was not watching. Even when it comes to the church, the writer warned the church, woe to those that get at ease in Zion. Saying to the church, you better not stop praying. Don't stop putting God first. Don't stop doing what God told you to do. Even though everybody else may be doing this, that, and the other, don't you ever stop neglecting the written and revealed will. Got to have somebody that's going to watch out. Some folks just want to go off and just do this, that, and the other. But somebody needs to be responsible to the point to where they say, I'm just going to stand at my post. And do what I need to do. And, And if you notice contextually that she wasn't just watching the household of the family being nosy. She was specifically watching the ways, the ways of the family. I got to watch the ways 
of folk in the church. Let me watch the ways of the deacon. Let, 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 me, let, let me see if, if they are just about counting money or if, if they, are, they are worshipers as well. Because you don't want a deacon that just count money. You want a deacon that know how to worship God as well. Because the primary reason that deacons were chosen was because they were full of the spirit of God. You don't want no preacher that just know how to preach because the primary reason God chose preachers is because they were servants. But if you got preachers that are lazy, don't want to study, don't want to do this, that, and the other, you don't want no preacher like that. You want a preacher that's going to serve God and serve people. How many are understanding? And so you have to watch. And, and so she watches the ways of a family or the household. Watches habits. Yeah. Watches what, what the person does on a continual basis. Just, just watch. Well, let's just see if, if she going to go by her business and, and do that. Lord, she ain't it's been a week she ain't been by her business. I thought she said she was the administrator. I thought she said she was a secretary. She ain't been in her own business all week. And told my God going to bless her. Let me see if he taking care of stuff at his house. Lord, how in the world are he letting his house go down like that? And been asking God to do such and such and such and such. It is how, but he letting his house go down like that. Watching the habits of the ways of the family. She talking about she want God to bless her with better. Don't she understand you got to be faithful over this before he'll bless you with that. And so a watching is taking place looking at the habits of people in the church and outside the church. You know, he's supposed to be doing such and such at the church. But the only time he'll do it is when he's pushed to do it. That ain't right. Nobody should have to push him to do what God chose him to do. Nobody should have to make him get that thing cleaned up. He should clean it up because he knows it's right to do. But that's his habit. He has to be made to do it before he does it. And, and see, when, when you are a watcher of a household, 
Like a pastor is a watcher. When you bring forth messages like this, you get up on the folk's skin. Some folk don't like to hear teaching and preaching like this because it exposes their mess. It, it, it lets folks know, yeah, you're looking good on the outside, but you know you ain't nothing but a mess when it comes to certain aspects of your life. And God never sends forth messages like this to destroy folks. It's always to help people to get better. See, I ain't the type preacher that's going to cut you up and then leave you open for you to die. No, I'm going to cut you up, but then I'm also going to put some bond upon you. I'm going to put some healing upon you so you can get yourself up and start moving forward. But say to your neighbor, sometime you have to see yourself. Before you start doing better. I kept praying one time years ago for God to bless me. And God just simply point blank told me. How can I bless you? With what you're asking. And you're not even faithful over this. I say, but Lord, it's raggly. Yeah, it's raggly, but I want you to show me you can be faithful over this raggly stuff so I can bless you with new because I know if you're not faithful over little, there's no way I can bless you with much. At this old car, when I washed it, it didn't really look like it was washed, but I was washing it to let God see that I'm going to be faithful because I want you to bless me. I want you to open up windows. I want to experience Luke 6 and 38, the good measure, the press down, the shaker together, and the running over, but I understand you're not going to do it until I exemplify my faithfulness. See, God is the primary watcher. And he'll tell you exactly what you need to do in order to receive what he has laid up for you. See, some folk, God can't bless you because you complain all the time. You won't even pick up paper out your own front yard. And want a new house. I ain't going to bless you with a new house. You won't do that. Now you can get a new house, but it won't be God doing it. Not if you're not faithful. And so she watches the habits, the ways of a family because see when you truly watch you, you want to make sure that your family gets on the page that they need to be on in order to receive their due reward 
And that's definitely what I want as a pastor. I want to make sure that folks are on the page they need to be on in order to receive what God is releasing. In a season of better is here and better is coming. In a season of turn around. But, but I can't prophesy to you. Y'all didn't catch that. I said I can't prophesy to you. I can't tell you that he going to bless you when you ain't doing what you need to do. How I'm going to tell you God going to make you a millionaire and you're not giving him his tithes. No, I can't do that. Now the person down the road to do it because he's looking for members. I'm looking for heaven and I ain't allowing nobody to cause me to end up in hell. She's watching the ways, the habits of a household. Taking it further, watching who her household is hanging with. Like it or not, you become who you hang with. That's the reason Paul revealed bad or evil company corrupts good habits. You were doing well until you got to hanging with. So and so. We can. You know you got to stick with family. Not if, not if family is dragging you down. Well, we go to the same church. That don't mean nothing if she ain't doing what she's supposed to be doing. You don't hang with her. That's good teaching, Walker. Thank you, Walker. Sometimes you have to amen yourself when folk get quiet on And and so she, she watches the ways of her household. But in order to really help somebody, You need to be in the place you need to be in. Jesus said, don't be trying to pull no beam or moat out of somebody else's eye. You got a log in your own eye. Bottom line, get yourself together. Before you try to straighten somebody else. And so she knew the importance of having her life in order before she watched and began to deal with her family. Contextually, it talks about she was careful when it came to what she ate. And ate in the text is figurative for Number one, she was careful of what she heard. 
Jesus even told his disciples on, on one occasion, be careful of what you hear. See, what you hear affects you. Even on TV. I'll change the channel. I, I, don't, I don't look at news. I don't. Ooh, that's strange. Well, not to me. It's just too depressing. Well, I think it's informative. Yeah, but they look for stuff. They carry negative tones and so forth. What do you really hear other than the weather that you that you need? And then sometimes they don't, don't even be doing good to hear the weather because they miss it. They can't even give you the right forecast half the time. You have to be to the point to where you, you don't just listen to everything and everybody. Learn how to get up and leave the table. Or do something as simple as just, hey, how you doing? Yeah, this, yeah, what's going on? Say what now? Just that simple. No bye. See you later. Adios. No. Boom. And then they call back. Did you hang up on me? Boom. Tell me. If I hung up on you or not. Then you have to watch what you believe. Because, because folks will strive to change who and what you believe in. Yeah. They'll come with a, they'll come with a new doctrine. Something They'll try to get you out of something that has... Cause you to be better your entire life. Then they're going to come. Well, you know such and such, such and such. Well, you know that Bible. That's the white man's Bible. <laughs> Folk come to me like that. You me tell you something? It was the Bible that changed my life. See, you have to know God personally to the point to where no one can pull you out of what you believe. You have to stand on what you believe. See, see, because your belief causes that which is impossible to come into being. Jesus himself said, if you can believe. It's possible. Then turned around and told folks, with men, this right here can't be done. It's impossible. But not 
with God. See, see that's the reason when, when you believe, you can, you can be to the point to where the doctor can tell you one thing. But you won't accept it because of what God has told you. Of what God has revealed to you. You know the doctor is saying something based upon scientific evidence. However, you know God has the final say. And that's the reason the question was asked in the Old and the New Testament. Whose report you going to believe? And I'm like Paul. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Why? I got a relationship with him to the point to where I know what he done done for me. Yeah. Buddha ain't done nothing for me. And all this other stuff that's going on. I know Jesus saved me. I know calling on the name of Jesus saves. You do too, right? And so she, she does not eat certain things. She know what she needs to listen to. Know what she needs to believe. And finally, when it comes to her eating, it speaks in reference to her, her life and her lifestyle. She makes sure that her thoughts her words and her deeds are according to Highway 66. And I love the fact to where the text reveals specifically she does not eat the bread of idleness. She does not eat the bread of idleness. Some folk just like being lazy. Some folk act like they have the gift of doing nothing. You, you going to clean up that car? No. But it need cleaning. I know it need cleaning up, but I ain't going to do nothing to it. Like that's their gift not to do what need to be done. That's idleness. Hey, hey didn't you? Why that ain't running? Uh, I don't know. There's something wrong with it. You going to get it fixed? No. So you're just going to let it sit there. Uh, yeah, it's been sitting there three years now, so I guess so. But didn't you buy it to do such and such? Yeah, but it ain't running. But that's slowfulness if you don't. You know, you got all that stuff on the side of your house. You can take such and such and do it. I'm going to get around to it. But you told me that three years ago when I pointed it out to you. See, y'all looking at me like. She does not eat the bread 
of what? Idleness. If she sees that something needs to be done, guess what? She does it. You can, you can see some folk just doing nothing. Say, hey, what you doing? I ain't doing nothing. Well, hey, why don't you go out there and do such and such? Whew, too hot today. <laughs> I asked one guy, I said, what you going to do with that car? Because it's been sitting for some years. Oh, I ain't going to do that with it. Well, you want to sell it? No, nah, one day I'm going to fix it up. <laughs> but look at, the, look at the text. She does not eat the bread of idleness. See, see there, there are things right now that I know I need to do. And you probably can say the same thing. But, but some of the things that, that I'm not doing is not because I'm not doing nothing. I got a set order. But see, some folks just ain't doing nothing because they just have the ministry of doing nothing. No, that wouldn't even be right to say ministry of doing nothing. Have the gift of doing nothing. Known for doing nothing. She does not eat the bread of idleness. She knows that she has to do what needs to be done. In the and outside the church. I got to show you something in my clothes. I got to close it. Ecclesiastes 10. This probably stepping on a lot of our toes. And it's intentional. What's that song? He's intentional. You intentional. Yes, you are. Notice Ecclesiastes 10 and 18. And this is just powerful right here. Now notice this. Ecclesiastes 10 and 18. Because of laziness, the building what? And through idleness of hands, the house what? Now, Now notice he didn't say because you ain't got no money. But see, that's what folks will tell you. Yeah, I, I'm on, when, I get my, when I get some money, I'm going to take care of that. No. If God see you diligently doing something, he rewards you. If he see you trying to make it better, he'll make sure you get the money in your hand. That's the reason the writer here says something that most folks wouldn't agree with. Look at, look at it again. Because of laziness, the building what? 
decays. Laziness. Laziness. That's a spirit I never want to have. And see, lazy folk can give you things that sound like good reasons as to why they're not doing things. Look, why you ain't doing such a... Well, you know. I mean, it just seemed like they just sat around just coming up with just reasons that just sound... It just sound like, oh, that's the reason. You just be like... Oh, I knew it was something. But no. Bottom line, you lazy. You lazy. The building is going down because you, you lazy. If we see this church going down, we lazy. Men, we are lazy. Grass ain't getting cut, we lazy. Hedges don't stay trimmed the way they need to, we are lazy. Building going down because of lazy. That walker, he just calling us lazy. And I, hey, look, I got God backing me up right here. This seems tough, don't it? But is it right? Now, if this was an older person, because you have to rightly divide the word, then the neglect will fall on somebody else. She's older and you're not taking care of your mama's property because you're. If it's an older woman in the church that does not have no family and, and her stuff is going down and, and, and the brethren in the, fam- in the church are not helping her, she done made them aware that, look, say, 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 I don't have no family and we don't help her. That means the brethren in the church are lazy. That's reading Paul said, look, you make sure that she's a widow indeed. Make sure she ain't got no family doing this, that, or another. If you find out she's a widow indeed, then you need to help. This is a powerful text. And, and when I looked at it, because some folks tell you, look, I'm going to get it fixed. I just ain't got no money right now. But see, God can create money. If God see you trying to do something, he'll create a way for you to do it. Man, when I got to the house that I live in right now, when I got there, uh, you couldn't even see the lake. You, you could see the lake. From the road, but when you got in, in my backyard, you couldn't see the lake because it wasn't nothing there but trees and all kind of bushes and, and, and little snakes. And back then, I was scared of snakes. And, uh, but, but I was looking at next door to me that both of those yards, you could, you could see the lake real pretty. And I said, Lord, I need to get me some money and get, get to doing this and get somebody over here to clean it off. And the Lord said, what's wrong with your hands? Is what's wrong with your hand? Why you can't do it? It took me almost a month. Almost a month. But I got back there with uh, what most of y'all probably ain't never heard of, a slang blade. (laughs) That I got from a yard sale for $2. That's how I started out, slang blade from a yard sale for $2. It, it was one of them slang blades. When, when you sling it, it'll come loose. 
I said, man, this thing keep coming loose. I'm going to get me a bolt, get me a lock, washer, and, and, and I'm going to make sure it stay on there for a while. I put it on there, and then I got to work. God seen it all working, and then I mess around. Somebody done blessed me, and I went and got me old weed eater. Got one of them weed eaters you can take. You can take the weed eater off, and then you can put a little saw on it. You can change it up about three or four times. I said, oh, Lord, I'm professional now. Let me get back. Long story short, you come by my house now, you look in the back, you ain't going to see nothing but a pretty backyard with the lake. You just be looking at the lake. Yeah, that, that's just right. But, but it started because God told me point blank, why won't you do it? Lord have mercy, I got to close it. Lord have mercy, I've been on this a long time. Because of laziness, the building what? And through idleness of what? Won't use the hands. The house what? Leaks. The house leaks. Need to do something with my hand to stop this, this leak. At least see what I can do. And if I can't do it, then the Lord will bless me to be able to make sure it gets done. But it has to start with me. How many understand? It's important for us to be the watchers of the family. Why is it? Why? Why? Why am I pointing out that we need to be that, male and female? Because we Christian. We ought to. See, we ought to let folks see that we are about the business of God in the church and outside of the church. If God has given you the capacity to, to still be able to do certain things, you need to be able, you need to do them. Yeah. And, and then people that are not able to do certain things, we ought to be a blessing to them. Yeah. Because there are certain people that they have reached a point to where they may not be able right now, but as people of God, we ought to be, a, we are created to be a blessing. You agree? I'm going to stop right there. Let's get a lot of help. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.